You are listening to The Onion Podcast, presented by Columbia Media Group. Welcome to The Onion Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Today we're going to visit with Jared Gutierrez, the new president of the National Onion Association. And um, Jared, thank you for joining us. Uh, how are you doing today? Doing well. Good. Thank you. Very good. Um, first, uh, you are the new president with a two-year term. But uh, let's talk about your background in the onion industry a little bit. What have you done in your career, and what are you doing now? Well, my background is being born and raised on an agricultural farm and custom farming process in southeast Idaho, uh, Rexburg, Idaho. Uh, mainly, uh, my first part of my life was centered around the potato industry and potato farming in, in that aspect. And uh, that's where I kind of grew up understanding how to farm and learning how to farm and, and between planting and harvesting and storing and, and taking care of it. Uh, and then I got more introduced uh, into, uh, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. I guess our, our small family farm, we made the decision to sell and move forward. And that's when I took a, a venture into Washington State. Uh, and I spent some time in the frozen foods industry, and then I, I turned into uh, into the onion industry and quickly adapted into that program of of being you know having onions planted, grow, mature, uh, you know harvest, uh, cure and storage, you know packaging, you know working in the, in, the, in the shipping or you know grower shippers part, you know, like uh, the packaging of, of onions and shipping them to customers, uh, selling to customers. So I had a wide spectrum from, from A to Z of, of working around uh, agricultural products, you know, and most heavily upon onion industry or onions in general uh, for probably the last decade. Um, and And that's that's what's helped me. Uh, I don't know. That's what's helped me grow into the industry. That's what's helped me. You know, my background has helped me understand. Helped me understand more of from the beginning to the end, uh, from from planting and working soil, uh, understanding chemistry or uh, and, and the fertilizers and chemicals that we use or allowed to use, I should say. Uh, that's getting tougher and tougher, uh, all the way to uh, moving the onions and packaging them, you know, in the best manner for our for our customers that are out there. So, so what uh, yeah. um, what are you doing now? As I have ventured into a new uh, a new field of of work, which is related to agriculture, is that is working for a balm uh, companies as in. And, and working with farmers with uh, equipment or, or or packing sheds, I should say, packing warehouses with equipment and packaging uh, for their products, primarily in the in the onions and potatoes and citrus world, uh, and 
my has helped me, uh, you know, take on my role here uh, in managing and helping the team understand, you know, moving forward and and progressing and and having a better understanding of working with growers, uh, with farmers, with packing shed managers or whoever it may be into, uh, I don't know, doing the best job, helping them see innovation, helping them see technology and, and doing a better job for their, uh, for their, you know, their crop, their onions for, for selling it. Specifically so, for uh, uh, packing. And we should mention that yeah. uh, Volm has several plants, but you are located in the Pasco, Washington area. In the Pasco, Washington, and and you know, oversee the the Pacific Northwest uh, in their in their in their progress, which is primarily designate you know more primarily to the onion uh, industry, just for the large amount of onions that are grown in the Northwest. Right. Okay. So, as I mentioned, you you've got a two year term as the NOA president, and um, that's the national. Onion Association, and moving forward, we will just be saying NOA. Um, just make things a little simpler and cleaner. Uh, what are your plans and agenda items for the next two years as as the president? You know, my plans don't probably sway too much from what's currently has happened in the last few years or last you know several years. Uh, and continue moving forward with the onion industry and helping all members, especially growers and, and the farmers, understand what the what the NOA does for them, helping them have understanding of those of those items, those those things that we try to accomplish. Uh, try to create a stronger unity uh, and and better communication. Um, it feels like there's probably a lot of maybe misunderstanding or miscommunication about what the NOA is out there trying to accomplish and do. And I think I, I feel strongly that when people have a little bit better insight and that they, uh, they attend the events or they, they see what we're trying to do, whether it's at our conventions or whether it's at uh, our annual Washington DC trip, they have a better understanding and it helps them uh, want to move forward with it. Uh, it's, it's if you, you know, in today's society or today's day and age, uh, you have to fight for your farm. You have to, if you're, if you're not being proactive, it's, it's tough to stay in business. And that's probably any business, but you know, you want to be proactive with your, with, with your farm and to move forward and to find better alter out you know better ways of moving your product. The NOA helps you bring networking, helps you communicate, helps you connect with other parts of the country and learn new ideas, new thoughts, new processes, and new outlets for for sale of your your crop, your onions. So um, it's it's to continue that movement in in strengthening the. Association and, and uh, getting members to return and finding new members to join uh, in that aspect. And we're we're going to get into some reasons that um, 
people should be joining the NOA and supporting it. Um, but you, you mentioned the, the Washington, D.C. trip. That's an annual trip you guys take in the spring, yeah. I think, or late winter. Uh, when is the 2024 20, trip, and what uh, who are you looking to see and trying to accomplish while you're there? People are invited to, to join this uh, trip too, right? Yes, the first week of February to go to D.C. And why we're there, you know, we, we try to, uh, we obviously meet with a number of agencies, you know, the Department of Agriculture, the USDA, uh, we, we try to meet with the USTR, we try to meet with, uh, with the Department of Commerce, we try to meet with the EPA, we try to meet with the, we, well, we meet with these companies, we meet with the FDA, uh, and then we uh, especially work hard in trying to meet with the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture. And and some, you know, basically depending on how heavy his schedule is, it's either we get to meet with him or we meet with the de- Deputy un- Undersecretary of Ag. And so we always have the success of meeting with one or the other, and, and it's relaying our message and what we're fighting for uh, when we go to D.C., things that pertain to things that pertain to the farm that pertain to uh audits to, that pertain to food safety that pertain to all the above we also fight for foreign supplier verification or especially uh, when we see the influx of of onions being imported into the United States that that they are that they meet our marketing orders that we have in the US and that uh and that that foreign supplier verification is, in fact, verified. So, so number another, number of items. Go, go ahead. A, a number of items, um, and um, we can we can get into those specifically. Or another thing we can talk about is past trips. And I know for a fact you guys have had some success in past trips, and have got some actual agenda items crossed off um talk about that you know we've we've had on some past uh trips to the uh, is is being able to uh, meet with the the secretary of agriculture having him help us with uh uh imports that come in from from other countries uh make sure that we've that the marketing order is upheld, that they're not sending in a lesser quality. Sometimes that takes place. Sometimes that happens. And, uh, and it's to have those verifications done. It's to have USDA inspections at the border. Um, we, we simply have the same thing when we, when growers ship out of the country, uh, you know, whether to anywhere, but especially to our our neighbors to the north and south, we have to have uh, inspections done at our facilities, have a certificate uh, to even even cross the border. I mean, it won't even cross without one. And so we ask for that same fair play in return to make sure that it is according to our marketing order as well as it's according to theirs. Uh, so you're talking about a level want. playing ground for imports, Coming into the U.S. versus exports leaving, but um, what 
so so tell me what exactly happened in DC you know on a past trip that that made you know, changes on past to that trips, and there's been a couple of past trips you know we we were able to uh, for an example a few years back we were able to meet with uh, uh, the former US Secretary of Ag Agriculture which was Sonny Perdue which we had a lot of help uh, getting an appointment or getting a, an established appointment with him. Uh, like I said, there's always a ch there's always a possibility of getting uh, support and help from members in the industry, uh, and we we had a lot of support and help from. Uh, uh, and I don't know if you want me to say names, Dave, but you know one that was really helpful was a personal friend of the Secretary of Agriculture, which was R. T. Stanley from Georgia. Um, that really helped us connect and, and, and assured us that to get us an appointment with the Secretary of Agriculture or with Sonny Perdue. Uh, and as we met with him, we explained our situations and we had a situation with, uh, you know, some onions being imported from the north, uh, from Canada and, and with team effort and, and people who were working those avenues who were searching diligently, especially some of our, uh, growers in in up you know in the northeast of the U.S. Um, to to attend to those matters to help eliminate off grade or second uh, number two class grade uh, onions coming into the border and and that was quickly turned around and uh, met within a few months of having renewed inspections take place. Uh, in Canada to assure those things weren't happening. So you're saying you met with um, the Secretary of Ag and there were problems with um, Canadian inspections. And did your trip actually result in getting inspections reinstated? Yes. It's not like there, there weren't some inspections, but somehow they were passed. They were, there was too many Shipments that were coming through uninspected, or 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 checked at the at the at the border, uh, and we raised that awareness, and it was addressed. Probably the quickest I've ever seen it addressed within a couple of months. Uh, you know, we even had, we even was able to have conference calls with the uh, the U.S. Uh, Adige from uh, from from Canada that we talked to. And, uh, and and assuring those processes. Now that wasn't strictly to to come down on on Canadian shippers or anything. A lot of the shippers actually wanted it to be done with correctly uh, and and resumed and uh, on a on a on a I don't know how to say it, Dave. Like a level playing field, like that. Like there was transparency that it was being done correctly. Because they know that we have to do that. We don't. It's almost we don't get a choice when U.S. is trying to ship into Canada or into Mexico or into any other country. It, it, there's no choice. There's there's an inspection done, you know, to get your certificate or get your phytosanitary certificate or your Canadian inspection certificate. You you have to have it done, to even get across the border. And we were asking. That in return to be checked and have it dealt with at the border, 
and that's what we accomplished. A lot of that, a lot of that helped the market industry because as you get off grade or less grade or number two grade coming into the country at a cheaper price, you know, um, that affects the market price. That affects, you know, and especially when it hits the eastern seaboard, which is the large consume uh, that consumes, you know, the, the population consumes more product, and so you know that that helps. That helps us in those scenarios. That helps all farmers. That helps all all onion growers across the country, uh, you know, uh, be able to sustain a stronger market. And that stronger market puts puts dollars, puts money back into their pocket to help them survive and to continue to grow. Uh, those that's just a short version of of things that we're trying to accomplish. Besides, uh, you know, other things that. That we try to look forward to as we as we import or as we export. I'm jumping to another section, Dave. I don't know if you wanted me to, to narrow down a little bit more on so on Canada. You had no, that's plenty. You um, you had mentioned to me earlier that you uh, did something, and I <laughs> I don't remember what it was exactly that put money back into growers' pockets. So I'm gonna. What was that? Do you remember what the, what was that? Uh, now I'm thinking. Now I'm trying to remember what I. I mean, the Canadian experience was helping. You know, of of keeping, uh, like just as I said, just to reiterate it, that helped keep instead of flooding a market or instead of you know and selling at a cheaper cost, it it forced them to ship in number one quality, which is in accordance to our marketing orders that we have. Uh, that is established uh, primarily between, you know, there's there's three out there, but there's two that help hold the, the marketing orders, and that's the Idaho Eastern uh, Onion Committee that has a marketing order, and that's the Texas Onion Committee that has the other marketing order that has that has the teeth to hold it. Uh, Vidalia even has a marketing order uh, for their onions, but the two are primarily the ones that help us sustain and hold and keep a level playing field. The more level playing field that we have, the more the able, the, the better we, the, I guess, onion growers uh, are a stronger return to their pocket, meaning uh, able to make more. Uh, the more that we that we uh, work with with growers throughout the country and letting it gives everybody a base idea of what's happening, what's being what's being grown, what's being what's being dealt with, what's happening in other parts to so that farmers can make the adjustments and, as needed to to know what they're going to do. And and primarily it's just helping everybody stay on, on the on the current program that they have. Uh and not to get uh carried away, I guess I should say. I don't know what the right word is to it. Uh, okay. uh so that we're not overpopulating or overplanting. Right, and that's a whole different topic. But um, all right, yeah. so is there a list of here's five things that we hope to accomplish in D.C. or one thing or twenty nine things or whatever the case? You know, this is continually to we've been pushing foreign supplier verification uh, mainly because we're getting more. Uh, we're getting more onions imported into the U.S. each year, and and it's and that that 
that challenges us here internally. Uh, and so we, we want to make sure that, that yes, they are according to our marketing orders that we have here. And so that's a primary one that we look for. We, so imports we into to the U.S. Yeah, imports into the U.S. for foreign supplier verification. Uh, when there's foreign supplier verification, meaning that they're meeting market grade or, or they're, they're up, up to task, uh, it helps to keep it clean. Uh, you know, we don't want, uh, any other aspect, whether disease, whether, uh, pest, pest, you know, uh, that, that, that's entered into the U.S. Insects that have come in in the past, uh, allium leaf miner comes to mind. Correct. Correct. All those come into play. If, when, if there's inspections that are being dealt with and done, that helps us eliminate those possibilities of, of, of pests coming into the United States. That's the last thing we need. That's, we don't want that. That's costly and that can shut down areas. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's detrimental to growers. Right. Uh, okay. So let's, um, let's talk about something else here. Um, the, yeah, the 2018 no, farm bill, we're, we're recording this in early December and, um, the 2018 farm bill has been extended until September of 2024, uh, a lot due to the problems in Congress and Congress unable to get anything done. So this does this give us more window to, to push an agenda or what would you like to see on the new farm bill? You know, what what we've been trying to push for into that farm bill, yes, to answer your question first, that leaves the window open to add more to it uh, to get more topics across. What we have been trying to do is try to have push for for more funding for farmers to to acquire innovative uh, and uh, technology of equipment, uh, equipment for the farm or implements, uh, all the way to a packing shed uh, to to upgrade to to be able to sustain itself. Um, those are things that we've looked at and trying to push for on the besides everything that you know that's on the on the farm bill as, as well as already. Uh, as support and recovery for for farmers or for loss of crop or or, or whatever it may be, you know, those yeah. things are always on the on the docket. So but, I, I'm not uh, um, quite sure I understand the technology part of it and getting new equipment. Are are you talking about better interest rates or or what what exactly? What would be in the farm bill in your mind that would allow farmers to upgrade technology? You know whether it's better interest rate or whether it's a grant. Uh, oh, okay. We always push for the, we push for grants uh, yeah. to be to be established so that it can help farmers uh, uh, grow uh, or or expand or you know progress with with technology. So okay. Uh, so yes, yeah, sorry I didn't. That was probably vague how I answered that, but yes, that's what we try to do for us. Is primarily we, we push for for grants to be to be made. Okay, and is that uh, I, I don't you know what I'm not even going to get into um, the politics of it and how how to advance the farm bill at this point. Uh, we've got a lot of work ahead of us in the next year, and Congress does as well. 
So I think we're going to wrap this up. Jared Guterres, thank you for uh, joining us on the Onion Podcast today. Congratulations on your new appointment as the president of the National Onion Association and your new job at Volm Companies. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the time that you took to uh, to do this. Uh, really appreciate it. it. Helps us get the message and the word out there. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only, and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of Columbia Media Group or its affiliates.